Hello and welcome to the I Am Woman Project, where every week we have deep thought-provoking and interesting conversations with thought leaders, change instigators, rule breakers and creative minds who think differently, sparking creativity and inspiration. Our special guests on our show cover a variety of topics just for you, and they share their personal stories to inspire, motivate and empower you, our listener. The I Am Woman podcast is produced for your enjoyment and show notes are found at www.iamwomanproject.com.au. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favourite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at I Am Woman Project and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. We have the lovely Danielle Price for you today, wife and mum of two. Danielle Price is the founder of She Will Shine, offering women practical ways to improve their day-to-day business life. After experiencing feelings of loneliness, frustration and guilt from being unsure of what she was looking for, but knowing she needed to do something, Danielle discovered the importance of coming together with like-minded women in business. It all began when Danielle left the corporate world in search of career flexibility. As a graphic designer, agency hours were far from family friendly, so she made the decision to start her own business from home. Danielle's motto is do what makes you happy. I'm sure you are going to love the honest chat with Danielle Price. Let's tune in. Welcome, Danielle, to the I Am Woman podcast series. Thank you, Sonia. It's great to be here. How are you today? I'm really well. I was looking forward to chatting to you, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, For those of our listeners who who are not familiar with you, um, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and, and what you do? Yep. So I, um, I've created a women in business community called She Will Shine and we're very much about, um, we're a membership-based community and we're very much about coming together so that, that we can all do really well together so that we all shine together. So we um, provide workshops, um, accountability sessions, co-working, things like that where um, our members and non-members are able to come together and help each other to do better within all of our businesses. So how did you come up with this concept? What, what sort of led to the development of She Will Shine? It's a funny story. It goes on for a little bit, but I'll try my best to shorten it. <laughs> Tell us the full story. So, um, so I started, I'm a graphic designer. I'm graphic designer trained, and so I started my own business from home when I knew I wanted to start a family. As the, the, I was working in an agency and the hours were ridiculous and there was no way I'd be able to have kids with that sort of stuff going on. So I started my business from home um, and over time I didn't advertise, so it was all word of mouth. And so, of course, my friends would tell their friends. So I was therefore working with a lot of women, a lot of them were mothers, and we would work really well together. So, you know, we'd actually understand each other and it would lead to really great project results. So then um, I needed to find a web developer to help me with my business and I wanted to have that same relationship that I was having with my clients. That's what I wanted from my supplier. Yes. 
So I was trying to find another mum in business to help me and I couldn't find one. I thought, this is ridiculous. There could be someone down my street working in their back room like I was at the time and I wouldn't know it. And so I started a, um, an online directory for mums in business called Clever Mama. Right. So, yeah, so it's quite a long story. So from Clever Mama, it was an online directory, but I was kind of finding that I would be contacted by all the women who would, you know, list their businesses on there, but they weren't necessarily meeting each other. Okay. So then from there, I started um, running networking events. Yes. And over time, you know, I was doing the design stuff at the same time, but then over time, I wasn't enjoying the design anymore. I was enjoying the other stuff, so I stopped doing the design and I would meet women who weren't mums who wanted to join the, you know, be online with us. And because my niche was mums in business, I sort of struggled yes. with that for a while. What can I do? What can I do? I'm not, you know, I don't know about this. And then I went back to my members and I said, I'm thinking of opening it up to non-mums and also uh, changing the name because the name was Clever Mama at the time. And they were all like, yep, yeah. I think each and every one of them replied, yep, yeah, I love it, great, do it. And I'm like, here I was worrying about this for six months, so I need to just ask the question. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so that's when She Was Shine came about. So that came about in, um, that launched in September of last year, September 2014. Um, and from there, I just taken out an office space to run sessions. So I really just stepped it up a whole, um, stepped up a bit, a, quite big, um, and went to an office, started running workshops as well. Like the networking events were just one factor. So that's when we started offering the, the insight sessions, the accountability sessions, co-working, et cetera, et cetera. So that's wow. kind of where we come to today. So I told you it's a bit long, isn't it? <laughs> no, that's a great story. Uh, and now do you have a, a national base or are you very much focused in Victoria? Well, we are Melbourne-based, but Melbourne. we're offering more things that um, that are able to be done virtually, like our session, accountability sessions we now do virtually over video conference. Mm. So we do have a far and away membership packages for people who can't get to the sessions um, in person but are able to take advantage advantage of the online resources that we have. Yeah, I think it's interesting what you say about harnessing technology in that way because I, you know, I work from home and I know um, a number of other women who do. Um, it opens up that whole debate about corporate Australia not being flexible, you know, that they talk the talk but they're just not flexible enough for mums. That's right. And, um, you know, so what we end up doing is we take those skills that we've got and we create our own thing and you know Australia is becoming more and more not just a business uh, not just a nation of small business but um, a nation of entrepreneurs exactly exactly everyone has a kind of entrepreneurial spirit inside it's funny I was the person who I never wanted to run my own business but then because of circumstances I kind of started on this journey and then it's like oh I really love this and I want more from it and it's kind of just kept going and going and now you've ended up in a different place from your original skill set anyway Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? It so, is. It's all about the journey. It's all about the journey. How long has, has it taken you to, to get She Will Shine to this point? You've been doing it for two or three years now? Well, She Will Shine was launched September 2014, so we're just coming up for um, one year but in with She Will Shine. But, but in its entire, as Clever Mama, Clever Mama was going for three years prior to that. So four years um in this industry, I guess you'd say, but I was running my business for another three, like my graphic design business for three years prior to that. Mm. Do you find, um, 
I mean, I know that you love what you do and you obviously sound very, very passionate about it. Do you, do you find that even though you're probably working more than you did as a graphic designer, mm-hmm. yep. um, because you live it, because it become, almost becomes a lifestyle because you love yes, it so uh, much, you, you find you have a lot more flexibility or, or you're still working horrendous hours and trying to manage that? Um, no, I think over time I've learnt how to put, um, put barriers around when I do and don't work. Um, so therefore, like, I have days when I'm home with my kids and on those days, you know, I, I will look at an email if it comes through on my phone, but I don't, if it's something that I need to get on my computer, I say, oh, well, that can wait till tomorrow when I'm actually working. Um, so I won't turn on my laptop when I'm around my kids. Mm-hmm. So I'm much more focused because I was getting very frustrated trying to work and look after my kids at the same time and nothing, the kids would be neglected, I'd feel terrible terrible and the work that came out at that time wasn't up to my standard yes like, this isn't working for anybody so that's when I started putting those um the limitations around when I am when I aren't work when I am and when I'm not working yes and it's like yeah, yes at times it can be frustrating if I've got something urgent I need to do but you just you just learn it's like it's always going to be a challenge having children around and working and trying to be flexible and all that kind of stuff but it's worth it. It's worth those little challenges that pop up from now and then um, because the benefit, you know, I can take my kids to school whenever I want. I can pick them up whenever I want. If they've got something special on, I can go and help at school, that kind of thing. Yes. It's worth it. It's like there's nothing that would, I will take away from that. Yes, yes. So uh, and what about, st- I mean, I know um, we've had to reschedule this um, interview a couple of times <laughs> because of yeah. children being sick and various other circumstances. And as a mum working from home, there are still those days when it just all hits the roof and you go, right, so there's my day and now I have, now I have to rethink the whole thing. Yes. How, do, how do you find yourself coping with those moments? Do you have good backup in situations like that or do you I, or... I have yeah I have very good support from my mum looks after my kids when I'm working wonderful so I'm very lucky I know that people with childcare you know it's not easy to get an extra day here and there whereas with me I just ring up mum and most of the time she can do it so it's not that it's too difficult so I think because of that I'm able to you know mix things up a bit and not get too not get too bogged down in the um in the stuff that sometimes comes up. Yes, and um, how do you how do you sort of deal with um, the the stresses? Because there are stresses of doing, you know, running your own business, running a family, small children. There's, yes, you know, there's a number of stresses that come with that. How how do you? What's your secret tip? I guess what's your what's your strategy for dealing with those? Um. <laughs> well, it's it's hard because it changes. You know, I used to um, but I. I won't say you six, I'm often on meditation. <laughs> yes, sure. <laughs> often on and I've got my books there, but it's, you know, it's an ongoing challenge, you know, the nights that I can meditate and sort of just take that little bit of time for myself. Um, but it's, I'm actually really lucky in what I do because my members, we're all in exactly the same position and we have an online support group when, you know, if you're having a bad day or whatever, you can go in there and, um, you know, share or vent or whatever you need to do. And it's amazing the support and response you get from the people that are um, that are in there. So I think I'm lucky in that I have lots of people to turn to who completely understand what I'm going through. Yes, yeah. So with the benefit of hindsight in yes. on this journey, is there anything that you would have done differently? 
Um, I don't think so. It's funny because I didn't know where I was going when I started my journey and I think the experiences that I've had along the way have brought me to where I am now. Um, someone once told me that when you're unsure what to do, when these sort of things come up, you just got to ask yourself if you're acting out of fear or out of love. You know, when those big, especially business decisions that it's like, oh, God, do I spend X amount of money for this or, you know, those sort of big questions that come up. you just got to think if it's coming from, you know, from love, then you know it's the right thing to do. But if you're just acting out of fear, then it's not, it's not what you should be doing. I think that's a real gem of a piece yeah. of advice. That yeah. just simplifies everything, doesn't it? I know. Yeah, and for, like, yes, with big business, but I also use that personally. It's one of those things that I think will always stay with me. Mm, mm, I think that's lovely. Me too now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad I shared my <laughs> what's, um What's perhaps the greatest lesson you've learnt along the way? Um, this is a tough one. I, I guess every, well, not everyone that I started with on my business journey has stayed with me along my business journey and at the time I might have thought, oh, you know, I'm losing that friendship or that relationship kind of thing. But it's not necessarily a bad thing. People will come in and out of your life, because you know, through life as well as through business. People can come in and out, you know, of your life, and it's um, sometimes it's just time to move on. Yes. Have you had um, particular inspiration, particular, you know, someone who's been an influence or a, a, a motivator or a mentor for you? Um, well, for me, it would be the women that I work with, like the, my members in my community, because I'm seeing what they do. We, we, it's, a, it's a circle. We're, we're watching each other. We're helping each other, and we're seeing the rewards that come from that. So just watching them on their journey is helping me on my journey every day, like seeing, seeing what they can achieve. You know, so the, the whole um, if she can, I can. Yes. That and seeing other women doing that and shining, it's like, well, I can do that. And I, that's what I'm hoping that I'm able to do for other women as well. And amongst the women at, at your networking groups, is there a sense of shared empathy and support or is there an edge of competitiveness? Oh, no, 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 there's no competitiveness at all. It's very much support-based yes. um, and collaboration-based. Yes. I always say to people when I meet them that um, – Yes, we may have members that, you know, work in the same industry, but no one does their job quite like you or quite like that because we've all got our own ways of doing things. Yes. And so I, I just don't understand people's mentality when it's like, oh, my gosh, I can't, I, can't, I can't go there because there's someone else who does what I do. It's like, well, yeah, they might do something similar, but what if a job comes through to them that they're unable to help? Why can't they refer that on to you and vice versa? If you can help each other out, especially as a mum, when things do happen to pop up unexpectedly, yes. if you can help each other out, then that's fantastic. Yes. Oh, no, I, 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 I absolutely agree. And I think one of the most powerful things is actually learning from other people's experiences and other people's stories. That's you right. Know, um, there might be pitfalls that you might be able to avoid yourself or you find yourself in a very similar situation and unsure how to get out of it and then somebody will say, oh, well, this happened to me and I yeah. did X, and you think, right, that really doesn't apply. Or, hey, what a great yeah. idea. I never thought yeah. of that. So um, you, you're women only. Yes. For the particular reason that you started out as a, as a mum's group or because you feel, is there a reason that there's no men? 
I've never even thought about having men yep. in that trouble. Well, the very thing about She Will Shine is that it's built of like-minded women. Yep. So it's people who have the same um, values. They're all very pas- passionate, very determined about what they're wanting to achieve. Um, and well, I just, I, I haven't really, it's not that I've aimed to exclude men, but it's just that I've come from the point where, well, of course, it's come from a mumming business and no one understands a mumming business like another mumming business. That's, That's where right. it all began. Yeah. And then even with, like, since opening it up to all women in business, mm-hmm. even if you're not a mother, you have the same issues around business and home life as you do um, not as a mother. Sorry, you know what I mean? Like both, both ways. Absolutely. Um, I think you've nailed it right there. I yeah. think, that, you know, by and large, without this becoming a feminist issue, I think. By and large, women are still doing the bulk of the housework, whether or not they have kids, whether or not they're yeah. working. Um, you know, often caring for elderly relatives or, you know, sick relatives as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we tend to be, we tend to have a bit more on our plate, I think, than men. But I think also think that the crux of it sometimes for me is that uh, my husband's incredibly good at compartmentalising things, <laughs> whereas mine often just seems like a great big jumble and yes. that'll get done right now and then that'll get done in a minute and, you know, whereas he's very good at parking t- different t- time for different yes. things and my life doesn't seem to work in that sort of linear I think way. We're, well, I think for men it's a bit more black and white, whereas yes. it's great. <laughs> yeah, we think differently. Men are from yeah. Mars, women are from Venus, isn't that yeah, what we're saying? Yeah, it's true, it's true. But that's also the way we do business is different than men. Not that saying that the way men do business is wrong or the way we do business is right, it's just different. Yes. Well, we should be able to embrace the way we're doing business yes. and um, still build businesses, you know, successful businesses doing it that way. Yeah. I noticed um, in, in some of the notes about you that, that – you say that you have been influenced by um, Richard Branson, who mm-hmm. I also admire phenomenally. Yeah. Um, who else has influenced you? Um, look, there's always, like, you know, Janine Allison, you know, Naomi Simpson, who have done amazing things here in Australia. But my greatest influence has been my mum, just the way she's shaped who I am today and she continues to support me no matter what. Um, and I think that's... That's, you know, something that will stay with me forever. Like yes. Business or no business, that's just who I am. <laughs> you are a product of your mum. That's right, I am. <laughs> <laughs> She'd love to hear that. <laughs> um, what, what advice, you know, looking back, not just over the She Will Shine journey, but, um, you know, over the years, Danielle, what advice would you give your younger self now, turning around looking at maybe that angsty teenager or... Yeah. Um, you know that overconfident twenty-year-old. You know what? What? What advice would you give her? Um, looking back, I think it would be to be prepared for for some personal development on your journey. Um, I was never the sort of person that would read a self-help book, you know, way back when. But now I love that sort of stuff. So it's it's funny um, what doors open. As you get older, I don't know. I feel old now. But <laughs> do you, do you think it's motherhood that's that's changed that aspect for you? Possibly. I don't. I think I'm far more determined than what I was before. Like I said, I never had any intentions to start a business, and then it all kind of just happened. But now that I am where I am, I know what I want, and I'm going for it. Yes. So I think because of that, I've had to um, sort of look within me and sort of see what qualities. 
I have that can help me on that journey. Do you have a business coach of your own or a personal mentor, someone you work with regularly? I have um, on again, off again, different yes. people along the journey. Right now I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also find that's the thing, it, I, the, the ladies, that the women that are here in my community are just amazing. So we're often... You've got a sounding board, yeah, a regular sounding board. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I feel like I, I don't have to be sitting at home or at, sitting here in the office wondering about something. If I've got a question, I can just put it out there and mm-hmm. sort of get some feedback and, you know, you have your own little... I don't know, your own little boardroom with your own, you know, board members sort of thing. Absolutely. And that's bad, yeah. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, for a lot of solopreneurs um, who, who are at home alone, you, you do have a tendency to spend a lot of time in your head because yes. you have the capacity and the time um, and the value of actually having a, a brains trust or a board or, a, you know, yeah. a, a, a group of people that you can talk over things with is, is invaluable, yeah. you know, from... Perhaps a problem with a client, and or a problem with pricing, or yeah, exactly. you know, from anything. Yeah, and um, I know, like my husband's a fantastic sounding board for anything, but he doesn't quite understand everything that's involved in running a business. Yes, so it's nice to have someone I can turn to that completely understands. And I think the other point too is often it's easy to go to your friends and your family, but they are tainted by that love for you. They're not necessarily going to give you an objective answer. You yeah, know, that's true. The that's hard true. answer that might not be the one that you want to hear. You want to hear. That's right. <laughs> very true. Very true, Sonia. <laughs> um, what, what sort of three golden nuggets of advice can you give the ladies who will be listening to this um, about starting their, their own journeys? Um. I'd have to say stay true to who you are is probably a big one. Um, I know in business you can have so many people say, oh, you should do this or you should do that, you should do that. But if it doesn't align with what you, um, what your values are and what you want, then it's not always, you don't have to say yes to everything, I guess. Um, the other thing, which is what, why the whole reason I've created Shill Shine is to surround yourself with people who believe in you because they're always going to lift you higher. Um, yeah, probably the third thing is just just go out there. Now's your time to shine, as I say. Um, don't be afraid. Just do it. What's the worst that can happen? It doesn't work. Well, it wasn't working when you weren't doing anything anyway. So, yes. yeah, just to, you know, just to do it. Get people around you who are going to believe in you and going to lift you up and go out there and, and do what you want to do. Oh, I think that's wonderful advice for all of us. Seize the moment. Seize the day. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Danielle, it's been lovely talking to you. Just before I wrap this up, I want to ask, um, how can listeners get in? What's the best way to get in contact with you if people want to to, um, reach out to you offline? Yes. Well, um, our website is just shewillshine.com.au. So they can jump on there. If you just want to email me, they can just email me at hello at shewillshine.com.au. I'm always, um, always open to have a chat with anybody, so more than welcome to do so. Wonderful. Thank you very much for your time, Danielle. Thanks so much, Sonia. It's been a pleasure. That brings us to the end of the show. If you have any questions, please send us an email to jennifer at iamwomanproject.com.au or twitter at iamwomanproject and we will get right back to you. If you were listening to this podcast on iTunes, please make sure you leave a review or rating about the show. We would love to hear your thoughts. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Until next time.
please take care.